and welcome to Hello Human, a podcast to explore ideas and feature humans working in AI and technology. Serbi Rathor, the CEO and co-founder at Symbol AI, a leader in conversation intelligence, joins us today on the Hello Human podcast, where we discuss the latest topics in artificial intelligence and how it's being applied in the real world. I'm John Nisley, the host of Hello Human and a longtime technologist helping companies adopt and utilize emerging digital solutions. A big thanks to Fortress IQ for sponsoring the program, and be sure to hit the subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. Whether they are spoken or written, I'm a big believer of the idea that words have meaning. One of my first jobs after college was working for a former newspaper editor, so I tend to be careful about what exactly I write or say so I don't unintentionally convey the wrong meaning. Since we are talking about conversation intelligence today, this episode promises to be a real eye-opener, and I can't help but feel like I'm being judged with every word that comes out of my mouth. Hopefully, Serbi will spare me the hardcore analysis of today's conversation. We are fortunate to have a true industry leader give us her perspective and insight on the exciting uses and future of AI around conversation intelligence. It provides businesses with meaningful and actionable insights directly from the voice of the customer, as well as employees, to understand and predict behavior. The technology allows us to measure and optimize marketing performance, detect and correct call handling issues, and deliver more personalized and relevant experiences online and over the phone. I'm obviously excited about today's conversation, and hopefully our listeners are as well. Welcome to the program, Serby. Thanks again for joining us on Hello Human and bringing your knowledge and expertise to the program. To start, maybe you can provide our listeners with some background on your current venture and journey that got you to Symbol. You know, it sounds a bit like you've been living that tech fairy tale, to be honest. You know, a hip startup in Seattle, a Techstars alum now backed by Amazon. You've raised millions in early funding. I think we could make a Netflix series out of it. Uh, but for those who've gone through it, we know it's not always rainbows and unicorns. Can you share a bit of your background and why you started Symbol? Thanks, John, for that awesome intro. Really excited to be here. I started Symbol in 2018 just because I was working in the space around conversational AI before and had firsthand seen the pain and the impact, both the pain of implementing the technology and the impact of the technologies implemented in the right way to optimize conversations at scale. And was really, really enthusiastic to bring to market a developer platform that enables businesses to analyze conversation data at scale irrespective of whether it is on voice, video, or text channel, but really focusing hard on human-to-human conversations and uh, not chatbots and structured conversation snippets. So last season, we did a mini-series on the podcast on women in AI, and what was originally planned to be just two or three episodes to help celebrate International Women's Day turned into eight episodes because we got such a great response. You know, we touched on everything from optimizing the power of AI for gender equity to applying data-driven solutions for fertility treatments. You know, you've gotten some incredible recognition, including Founder of the Year Award for Women in Voice. You're one of Amazon's top 10 women to watch, I think, in 2020. Can you talk a bit more about your experience as a woman in AI and, you know, your work to help inspire more women to get into data science? Yeah, I started out as a software engineer back in the day, almost 13 years ago in India, lived and worked in India for a long period of time. And even at that time, the number of women in the tech space were really less. 
I was always amongst the lesser number of women on the table, but very fortunate to be a part of the community and also sit with people who really remove the biases of interpretation when there is a woman on the table versus a man. However, over the last 13 years, went through different roles from building engineering teams to leading teams, eventually saw the pre-sales world for big enterprises. And that's how I transitioned through different technologies, uh, through different applications, and eventually landed in conversational AI. It's interesting when we look at women in AI versus women in tech, because that's even more smaller in numbers. And personally, I'm really excited about empowering the community to just make it very transparent that it's not that difficult. It's just another technology, like how technologies have evolved. And it's just a cold start problem today. So personally, I'm involved and try to be, try to do however much I can in women in voice ecosystem, women in AI ecosystem, trying to make sure that I do my bit as running the company uh, symbol and give equal opportunities in the space. But it's definitely, you know, different. So that's that's what I would say. That's great. There's a good bit of excitement in the voice tech market these days. You know, Microsoft acquired Nuance earlier this year for nearly $20 billion. I think that was Microsoft's second largest acquisition, you know, after LinkedIn. Uh, Gong raised $250 million this summer as well. You know, for those that are not familiar with the space, can you give us a little primer on the market and differentiate between, you know, intelligent voice automation from conversation intelligence and 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 symbols approach to the market? Yeah, I mean, at a 10,000 feet view, conversation data is split, I would say, into two prime categories. There's a human to machine conversations, which is more virtual assistant structured, have a goal and end objective for that conversation. And then the other one is the human to human piece. And in between uh, lies an intersection in between both of these that creates the hybrid hybrid nature of that conversation type. I would say intelligent voice automation is definitely a part of the larger conversation intelligence landscape, but it's more than that, right? It's more than just automating. It's about learning from the conversation and enabling coaching sort of use cases like Gong does. It's about enabling compliance on the fly and not just in call center. How do you expand this intelligence to other verticals like the webinar space, the sales space and healthcare, like you like rightly mentioned uh, Nuance has been uh, deep into healthcare since the very beginning, and I feel this Microsoft's acquisition of Nuance enables them to have a stronger foot within the healthcare ecosystem. There is so much conversation that happens in healthcare at this point of time that consumes manual hours of people uh, in order to do the downstream processes. And at the end of the day, it's all about connecting unstructured data at communication endpoints at the system of engagement. How do you convert it into a structure, put use cases and push it into the downstream systems, which are the system of records, because that's where data should live. And conversation is just another type of data that exists today, which is just not capitalized on. So that's why conversation intelligence, by my definition, is a larger landscape of how AI and machine learning is used to understand, comprehend, act, analyze conversations apart, irrespective of whether it is human-to-machine conversations or human-to-human conversations, and really convert it into actions, insights, knowledge, which can then be capitalized on as a function of growth for the next generation of businesses. Communication products in itself 
voice is so ubiquitous at this point of time that communication products in itself are of lesser and lesser value every day. So our movement or our work in the industry is really about how do we use this new voice data as as the next mile of data and uh, push the boundaries of the next generation communication experiences that are being built. That's where Symbol lies. Uh, We are enabling developers and businesses to be able to empower their teams and add in their products intelligence easily with simple APIs without having to build extensive machine learning models or set up uh, investments into data science teams where outcomes are still unpredictable. Uh, Give them tools in which they can do, do it very easily. That's great. It's really helpful. And it, it's kind of that common theme of trying to turn the you know unstructured data that lives in, in so much of our systems and, and so much of our day-to-day life and turning that into structured data you know, that you can go tackle and analyze and, and look at to make the, the organization better. You know, I guess the good news is that we've come a, a long way from those automated voice response systems from the old days. But I, I do miss that ability to just hit the zero button and get transferred to a human. You know, that doesn't seem to work as often these days. And then I've got to listen to the whole message. You know, years ago, we had IQ to measure intelligence. You know, then we added EQ, emotional intelligence, to the mix of skills that leaders needed to, to think about. Do you envision a day when we talk about a leader's CQ, you know, some measure of their conversational intelligence, given the, the importance of, of communications and how we, you know, articulate, you know, our position on an issue? Yeah, absolutely. And I mentioned this before as well, when we talk about the platform evolution and the technology evolution in the conversation AI space, that sentiments, emotions are definitely one part of the ecosystem, but we are still missing a lot of data on content. What is the type of content which is being exchanged and how do you measure the engagement and the information which which is being capitalized on? And those aspects become a big part of the overall conversation quotient or conversation experience. So the actions collaborated, the information exchanged, the entities that are being talked about, any new form of data which is being transferred, the knowledge which is being generated, all these factors do not come into consideration when you talk about emotional quotient. It's still at a very high level and getting very deep into the content of the conversation and using that to determine what was the quality of the conversation itself uh, will definitely be an evolving theme in the space. Yeah, I agree with you. I think, you know, just because somebody may be empathetic and emotional and, and understand somebody else's needs, if they if they can't communicate it, if they can't verbalize it, you know, it's a big miss. So, no, I, th- I think there's a this this works pretty interesting. So this is our second season of Hello Human. And as I mentioned on this season of the podcast, we're really trying to focus on applied AI. Uh, you know, how do you see Symbol being used within different industries? And can you share maybe one of your favorite use cases for the technology? Yeah, when developer platforms comes to market, mostly uh, there are end business use cases and vertical applications which have proven an immense value. And for our case, it is companies like Gong and Chorus, which are proving the value in the sales and revenue intelligence space. And uh, companies like Unifor, Observe, all these proving the value for the contact center space and in the customer experience. And I see that Symbol providing an unbundled and a programmable way in order to build your own versions of Gong and Choruses and Observes and Unifors in the space that you operate in is like the best thing. Being able to understand, act, and coach 
from existing conversations, what will be the next conversations and attach that to predicting the outcomes of the business is really interesting to me personally. Whether this coaching is enabled in recruitment to the recruiters or it is enabled for trainers or it is for sales agents or customer support reps, coaching in itself is is really, I feel, the best way in which we can leverage conversations, understand and improvise on it. We've uh, seen a lot of uh, businesses trying to add coaching experiences within their existing workflows. Like if it's a CRM system, can I add that capability within my workflow? Or if I'm a contact center application, probably I can do that. But also on a wider side of all the HR platforms uh, and uh, all the ed tech platforms, there's a big opportunity to coach the trainer or train the trainer sort of a thing. So yeah, those those are, I think, some of the most interesting coaching use cases, which uh, is immense value and impact uh, immediately. But apart from that, I think accessibility is also another side of the equation by which you can enable information to be inclusively shared, uh, even in real time and not just in post. So yeah, we look at live captioning, identifying the question that is being talked about in real time, letting people know the topics of discussion across different webinar events so that you can hop on to different webinar or different uh, different events and sessions without having to think about or waste the next one hour if you are not getting the right information, matchmaking people with the right sessions and events based on their engagement in previous sessions. Uh, these are all very interesting, very early uh, use cases in the market, but a lot of value around that. Uh, so I would say search, indexing, accessibility, definitely a starting point for several businesses, which can be the step one. And then eventually arriving at call tracking, coaching compliance for different verticals is kind of like the next step too, I would say, where you can fully capitalize on the conversation data. And I've got to imagine just the, the shift to more remote work that we've had through the pandemic has been beneficial to your business and organization. Is that, is that the case? Yeah, that's definitely true. I think overall in the ecosystem, we have fast paced almost 10 times of the adoption of digital communication since Symbol really enables people to improvise on the digital communication and capitalize on the digital communication data. Having that baseline set is really important for us. And with COVID, we went to that unanticipated scale almost overnight. Uh, without having to push people to add voice and video in their applications. Eventually, I strongly believe that there'll be a time that every single B2B SaaS application, even B2C applications, will have a voice or video component to it. And then the next question will be, how do we use this data, which is currently getting wasted, in order to add more capabilities on our platform, increase retention, identify upsell opportunities, or even build new products for the growth of the business. And that's the cusp, I think, where we are at this point of time. And personally, with Symbol, I'm really excited that we are adding voice intelligence and enabling conversation intelligence at such a crucial time in the era for the entire workforce where communications are now fully remote, which is impossible to even imagine a couple of years back. It's always good to try to find something good that came out of COVID. So I, I appreciate that insight. Years ago, I commercialized a technology that looked at unstructured data and signal data, uh, you know, to really help speed analysis. And, you know, Fortress IQ tackles process data with a similar framework in that, you know, it's ultimately a big data problem that we're solving. And the application, you know, is to look for the, the patterns in the data. You know, you've previously discussed how voice can enable automation, but when you take a step back, it is, you know, another example of this sort of big data problem that we're turning it into. Can you share more on this? 
Yeah. And this big data is not even being stored at this point of time, <laughs> which is another problem. Like you can't act on data if you don't have that data. And I think that's the part that we are stuck right now. And people are and businesses are not even storing voice data because storing audio files and recordings in itself is a huge problem from a storage standpoint. Once we have the right way to convert this unstructured voice data in real time to a structure, which then can be used and stored in large capacities, then only we can think about, okay, how, how do we apply it in predictive, in search, in actions, in so many other ways. But I think we are still stuck at that early problem right now that storing large volumes of voice data in an easy form is still very difficult. So I don't know if that answers the question, but I think we're not there yet with voice data. No, it's perfect. And, and this has been great, Serbi. To wrap up, one final question. You can take this one, you know, anywhere you want. You know, what excites you about the future of AI, you know, in your industry and beyond? Yeah, whenever I look at all the movies of Iron Man, I'm very fancied by Jarvis. And I feel that uh, eventually we all will have our own versions of Jarvis personalizing the information that you can capture from any human conversation and making it accessible when you need is one of the fundamental areas by which I'm truly excited about. And I think if we can truly comprehend conversation data, it is going to unlock so many new use cases that we cannot even think about at this point of time. I'm very excited about how conversation voice video data will be used and acted upon by the industry. And yeah, that's where, what I'm looking for and working on at this point of time. That's great insight and a great point to end on. To recap today's conversation with Serbi Rathor, the CEO and co-founder of Symbol AI, a leader in conversation intelligence. In our multi-channel, hyper-connected world, customer experience is more important than ever, as well as becoming harder to manage and control. The ability to turn everyday conversations into actionable insights using technology from companies like Symbol is a game changer for many industries and organizations. It helps uncover the voice of customer insights, provides a coaching tool for new and seasoned reps, helps detect and correct conversation issues, and maybe most importantly, democratizes insights across your organization. This episode has been part of our second season of Hello Human, and a big thanks to Elizabeth Middleman for spearheading the season. That's a wrap on today's show. Thank you, Serby, for joining us and Fortress IQ for sponsoring. If you enjoyed it, be sure to give us that like on whatever platform you're listening. I'm John Nisley, and this has been Hello Human. If you enjoyed this session, subscribe and check out our series at fortressiq.com forward slash podcast. Thanks for joining us today on Hello Human.